0: Hey guys, welcome to the Academy podcast. Now we started doing the Academy podcast originally probably seven years ago. We did it on and off for a couple of years and we mean to bring it back for a little while. And this lockdown situation has presented a perfect opportunity to do it because uh, we've, most of us got a little bit more spare time. It's something that can be done online just as easily as it can be done face to face. So here it is. It's going to be the Sunday night social, 7pm every Sunday, at least for the duration of lockdown. We'll see what happens after that. And in it, we're going to interview a Real Life Academy member. We're going to talk about their journey, where they were at before they, they found us and started with us, how they found that whole experience of becoming a member, the results they've had since, the, the highs, the lows, the challenges, the frustrations, because we fully understand and appreciate that hearing the story of a what most people would consider a real person, a normal person, a member, and how they've, Overcome and, and work past the challenges and difficulties they've faced is way more powerful than us essentially saying exactly the same thing. So tonight's first of the new podcasts is with a kind of member of approaching three years in a couple of weeks. Lee Shaw. Good evening, Lee. Good evening. How are you doing? You are well? me. I'm good. Health. Yeah, good stuff. Cool. So uh, as I mentioned, Lee, you joined you joined in May, didn't you? Three years ago. I it was April was it April, my apologies, so just over three years then. So tell yeah. us a little bit about the lead prior to April 2017. So a bit about your backstory, things you perhaps tried in the past, your history of um, attempts at losing weight, getting fit, etc. cetera.
1: Well, it's pretty much, so where are we now? So I've just turned 40, so I was probably 37 when I joined the Academy. So, good 20 years, I'd say I was overweight. Um, I when I was sort of 16, 17, and I'd say in probably the three or four years prior to joining the academy is when I'd say it got to a dangerous level of obesity. Um, I suppose I didn't really start thinking about it until early to mid 20s, um, it being an issue. Um, and then we started, now went, basically went down the route, I'm assuming many people did, in terms of trying different diets, swimming world, weight watchers, doing various. Um, mainstream gyms, JJB, TV club and what have you um, with, well with varying but limited success it worked for a while I'd see some results, a bit of complacency had set in boredom had set in and then before I knew it I'd be pretty much back to where I was and probably in a worse position I was before um, I tending to lose a bit and then put back on more than I originally did to start with so you kind of just went on like that, but I've got more than half enough my life essentially, so yeah, it wasn't a good place.
0: Did you find there was any consistency in, you said you know, some things worked, some didn't, what was it generally that it did work for you when you were doing it?
1: Um, I suppose what I, um, I, I was dieting combined was going to a gym, Was generally when I had the best success, I found that I could get into the gym early in the morning more inclined to eat well that day um so that's generally you're talking that maybe last three or four months at yep. best and then you know you you, you to the gym start getting fewer and fewer the bad eating starts creeping back in and then before you know it yeah you
0: just generally when you made those changes to your eating were, were there similar sort of changes you made each time or was there a variety of approaches in the eating
1: Variety, really. is generally dependent on what diet we're doing. was always some kind of fat diet. Um, it's been quite, quite a while, actually. And that started off well. But obviously now, knowing what I know now, I know why it started to well. You're suddenly going into a, a calorie deficit, and you're thinking, oh, wow, these red days and these green days, it's the magic. And then when we did the, um, the Atkins diet, remember that one? That was yeah. a, a big one. No, 50 years ago maybe. Yeah. Like, you can eat you can eat as much fat as you want. You can have a full English breakfast every morning. I think after day eight, I was getting a bit sick and tired of a full English breakfast. And again, you know, you start craving your breads and your pasta and your potatoes. And it's um and you start realising I think that's when the point when you start realizing these are literally fads. Yeah. Um the short term success. And looking back now the time wait. It did work, for the time it worked, so I understand now why it worked and probably what I could have done to, to continue
0: it. Of course now, from an exercise perspective, when you joined the gyms each time, did you generally try the same kind of thing, or again, was there differences in that?
1: No, that was always the same kind of thing. So as you join the gym, um, you, do, you go in, you do your induction, you tell the, the coach that, uh, um, what it is you're after, they put you a programme together.
0: And then to it. Was there any difference in the different programs you received in the different gyms over the years? No. <laughs> Was it a warm-up warm on a recumbent bike, and then 10 minutes each on a cross-trainer, treadmill and rower, and then three sets of eight on five different resistance machines? <laughs> That's pretty much it, Finish yeah. off the mats at the end to be able to have work and a stretch. There you go, yeah. <laughs> so, so you program every fitness instructor, since, not every, but the majority of fitness instructors since the beginning of time have been given to people, and yeah. It's not it, uh, all right for a couple of
1: workhouses, isn't it? But it soon gets a bit boring. Yeah, exactly. Or sweating at the end. And like I say, when I first started going, you get into it. You, it was all right, and I and I can see why for some people it would be okay, and, and probably still is to this day. I know people, you know, who go to gyms. They stick at gyms, and and that's fine. But yeah, as you say, it just it starts getting a bit boring, and um, it kind of lose interest in you as well as a customer. I think they've like got you in there. You're there for twelve
0: months minimum. Yeah. And um, yeah. Were you generally training by yourself or with
1: other people? I was always training by myself, yeah.
0: About Six AM normally,
1: yeah. Yeah, say the headphones, listen to music and yeah, hammer it. Oh,
0: when well, well, I did train, yeah. I
1: trained well. Yeah. Well, it was uh, I never kind of um, I never shied away from it when I was there. I think I've always I've always had that, that when I have thrown myself in something I've done it well, just not for long enough.
0: Well, the good news is that you're actually in the majority with what you did there because the majority of people, when they lose weight, regain the same amount of weight and 8% more on average. So 8% is the average, supposedly. I've read that numerous times over the years. I've never seen it actually referenced to a particularly provable study, but that seems to be the commonly accepted number anyway. Uh, I presume that's more like 8% of their body fat levels as opposed to 8% of their overall weight each time because that would quickly add up eight percent of overall weight but it's it's, it's a normal sort of story and it's where the majority of people find themselves uh, and we say at the briefing meeting each month when new people come in to find out a bit more about what we do we ask what people there and how many people they know have achieved results with the standard menu of options uh, and there's very few if any uh, and again they're in the majority about five to ten percent of people who join gyms who do swimming clubs who do diets etc achieve the results they join for and then maintain it thereafter So you're in the 90 to 95% majority there, which is great. So that brings you up to about three years ago. When did you first hear about the Academy?
1: About five years ago. I think I, um, yeah, I reckon it was a good couple of years where I've seen you on Facebook and I sent you a message a couple of times, asking a couple of questions and then getting the answers and using that as a justification not to sign up, not liking the answer. <clears throat> yeah I kept seeing more and more appearing in ads and in the reviews and what have you um, and at this point as well it's quite interesting it? um, people who know me, people who are closest to me testify to this I was at that point where I was trying to convince myself that I was happy this is, like, like, this is who I am now sure. I started to be fat and happy which of course was really bullshit it's just, you know, I just, in, in, in other words I've given up I've gotten lazy and I just thought Sure, it's going to be easier to just not do anything than constantly trying new ideas, constantly trying new things. Um, and then when it got to the point, I think I'd seen a couple of photos and I, I looked at myself and thought, this, this is genuinely now, this is getting ridiculous. Um, so I inquired at the academy and I think I, I, I thought of it as kind of a last chance saloon. I think I said that on my video I passed the challenge as well. And that's, that is how it felt. I thought, right, I'm going to try this, this one last thing now. It this doesn't work, that's it. I'll give it up.
0: <laughs> what would you say of pushed you over there to trying it? You've been, you've been on the mailing list and seeing things for two years. You mentioned about seeing a, a couple of things. What, what particularly made you at that point give it a go?
1: It wasn't, it wasn't a particular advert or a particular message or anything like that. It was always in the back of my mind. Um, probably for around six months leading up to actually coming down to the briefing meeting. Um, I kind of I, I, I knew that I was going to end up Going down to a brief meeting to see what it was all about. Um, so I think and I can't remember exactly what it was on the particular night that I sent the message or signed up to, to go to the brief meeting. I think I was just start feeling quite miserable looking at photos. Because it's, it's always, it's, it's it can be one particular photo, can't it? You see yourself. And you think, hello oh, the crap. Was,
0: was you, it that you, photo you sent to me and Jamie the other day?
1: No, no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, was, I was quite taken aback to be honest because I think you must have lost weight bef- between that and joining that photo he sent us
1: possibly I might have started coming back you. on the uh, like yeah it was huge yeah there's, there's two really bad ones there's, the, uh, there's one particular in Barcelona where I'm someone someone's taking a photo with me taking a photo and it just died on and I'm, I'm out, I'm out of here it's, yeah. it's, it's unreal and when the kids remember, look at coming now, they are like when the kids look at me, say, I don't mind saying, like, you really that fat? Like, yeah, I really was. Do
0: you remember what you weighed at that point?
1: When I joined?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, uh, I, I was pushing 22 stone, I think.
0: Okay, cool. Uh, and how did you feel then, that walking into that briefing meeting that, that first time?
1: I was nervous. It was, um, the initial nerves were walking in and being the only fat one there. I'm not even talking about the first session, I'm talking about the briefing meeting. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to definitely be the fastest one there. Um, I'm not going to get what they're saying. I was worried about the pricing, because obviously you don't have to the pricing, do you? Um, but yeah, I wasn't I wasn't excited or looking forward to the briefing meeting. Um, I just plucked up the courage to, to go
0: down and, and see what it was all about. Again, that's pretty much where most people are when they come down, they're, they're nervous, a bit unsure most people think they're probably going to be the fattest person there and obviously i mean in theory there will be one person who is the fattest person there but actually for most people that's not the case and actually it doesn't really matter being the fattest person there yeah. the thinnest the slimmest the fastest or whatever it's fairly irrelevant hopefully so you then decided to get cracking you, you got sorted out we got you on in the system in the facebook group etc and you got started what was your experience of then getting started as a member
1: Oh, the okay. As soon as I came back from the um, briefing meeting, I still remember coming home after the briefing meeting and I was so excited. Um, I just thought, everything that you were saying in the briefing meetings, and it was um, Ben and Ben's wife, is it Lauren? With oh, was the, it really? Um, ben and Lauren? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And
1: <clears throat> the things they were saying, and it was, you don't have these things where you always assume it's just you. This, this, this said all these different things and basically described everything that I've been through I just, this, this just sounds perfect um, so yeah I got signed up got your emails the day after and then down for the induction I just couldn't wait to get cracking but then but at the same time the back of my mind I knew that in the past I felt like this when signing up to something new yeah. um well, I just decided, onto the challenge, of course, wanted to do that. And so I just thought, yeah, I was always throw myself into it and see what happens.
0: Brilliant. And then down for your first session the following, whatever it was, Monday, and how was that?
1: Um, so it was um, Matt running the session. Um, told us to take it easy, not go too hard. Did you listen to him? So some... No. Nope. <laughs> of course he does. Um, <laughs> so my face pretty much not moved you know, proper exercise for years at that point, I've not been, I've not had a gym membership for quite a few years before this, so we were doing, um, doing squats with uh, kettlebells in our hands, and I was doing them, going up and down, up and down, I'm smashing this, and then I walked out the door, I could hardly walk down the stairs, and then I didn't make it, five, six days.
0: <laughs> As a <standing laughs> Men and women, men particularly, I find that we we say for that first few sessions to go about 30 to 40%. We probably really mean 50 or 60, but we're hoping by saying 30 to 40, people might get a bit closer to that. If we say 60, they probably go at 80. And invariably, the vast majority of men in that first session look at people around them and think, I can do that and and try and keep up or do something similar and and regret it when they can't walk down the steps or soar the next day. But we, we do advise not to do that.
1: No, you do, you do. And that's one of the things I always say to new members as well, when you always ask us to, to welcome them in. I often say, genuinely, take it easy, especially if you've not done much, you know, for a while. It's all good.
0: So that's the first week, and obviously you, you very mm-hmm. quickly adapt to that. That's partly why we do that eight-week programme to start with, because i find doing a free day or free week, like a lot of places do, is almost just the right amount to put people off. Uh, after one yeah. session or even a week, you really saw... You, you kind of know what's going on, but you're still a bit confused. It's all a bit strange and what have you. You don't really look and feel any different after a day or a week. And you just think, right, actually, it's not for me. After eight weeks, hopefully people have got their head around it. They understand what's going on. Uh, they've made changes. They're not so sore. They look and feel substantially different. And hopefully at that point, decide they want to continue. But mm-hmm. um, those first few weeks, obviously, you've got your sessions. You're coming to them. What changes did you make to your food?
1: Um... Well, it was all about the jerk at that point, point. you're still pushing that quite heavily. So, um, and that was probably the biggest change was the, was the food, yeah. Um, just followed everything that you said, watched all the videos. Um, actually, for the, 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 the first four weeks, I think we were using recipes on the, the app, okay. Yeah, we were, we were um, I wasn't tracking, um, obviously, my, I must have easily cut my calories in half what I've been having. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just following just following advice and just and, and, and just keeping it simple and three meals a day. Well, um, I knew I knew within two or three weeks that I was in the right place. I, yeah. I started absolutely falling over the place because I remember as well. I remember one thing I didn't quite understand when I when I came to the briefing meetings. Um, I didn't ask on the night, but when I. When I got what it was all about, it was group training and the coach leads the session. I was thinking, oh, is that going to work? Because I'm so massively unfit and there's going to be people here who are fit. So surely there's different sessions for these people and different sessions for these people. I, I, I couldn't get my head around how it was going to work. But I remember my first proper session, or else, I can't remember who it was, someone who was incredibly fitter than me. And we were doing exactly the same session. And at the end, I was absolutely shattered and the sweat was dripping off And I looked to my left and he was absolutely shattered and the sweat was dripping off And then I thought, well, clearly, because of the way the sessions are designed, we're all just pushing ourselves at our own, to our own limits.
0: Exactly. That's what we often call Gold exercise. Not too easy, not too hard. Should be able to elicit a response in that particular person, but not so much that they don't enjoy it and don't want to come back. Uh, and when you get your head around, it's actually relatively easy to do. You just change the rate, yeah. the speed, the version, the, t- the type, there's some way you can adjust it, exactly. And then as you get yeah, fitter exactly, stronger and yeah. faster, you can then progress those things on to stop it getting easier. Yeah, exactly. so You joined in the April, and your good wife, Emma, then came down the following month, didn't she? Yes,
1: she did, yeah.
0: Was that yeah. Was it entirely her idea or your suggestion or of both?
1: It was hers. It was always the plan she was going to kind of see Oh, I got on and then obviously I was coming home and, and blowing your trumpet every night and um she could also see the instant results and she was already doing the food side anyway because we're, we're eating the same um so it was a it was a no-brainer and then obviously uh, my brother mark as well i think he was a month off, months after that. he saw me he
0: You're didn't see me was ever, wasn't he mark
1: i can't remember but i remember he hadn't seen me for five to six weeks and then he saw me, and I did, at that point, I didn't think I looked that different, but um, I met him at a snooker centre, and he, he stepped out of his car, and he, he just looked at me, and he went, Oh my God!
0: I bet he takes a bit slightly different to that, don't you, Mark? Yeah,
1: I, <laughs> <laughs> hell? I was
0: going to say, you didn't Dude. do an impression of him. You normally do an impression. I know, yeah. I thought, well, Yeah, awesome. So within a month or so, there was the three of you down there. Um, you... Passed your challenge. I remember you passed it quite significantly. Was it twenty seven pounds? No, it
1: was, on, it was it was just on the cusp of twenty. Oh,
0: you you were bang on. Sorry, my, my mistake. Yeah. So yeah. you passed your challenge. Um, how how did you find the challenge as a whole? The, the eight weeks losing twenty pounds.
1: Looking back now, not very challenging. It was because it it was, it was it's quite simple, isn't it? Because it was um, because I was so big and that that, that pretty much cut my calories in half. suddenly training every day and because because it was fresh and because in the past like i say i do tend to throw myself into things i was enjoying it and i was just doing everything that was being advised so everything that came after just just followed naturally so those first eight weeks i would say were probably the the easiest eight weeks of my entire academy journey
0: okay cool you mentioned a couple of times there about cutting your calories in half what what did that actually look like so what was a standard meal or day's food before versus after joining?
1: Um the, the, the types of food we're eating generally wasn't the issue. It was night time uh where my issues were so I'd easily um probably five, six nights a week I'd have a full tub, sometimes a tub and a half of Ben and Jerry's. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think I think a tub in itself is about a thousand calories. Yeah. Um so I'd easily do one of them in. Um maybe went to the shop and they were offer even more in and then chocolate and crisps and that kind of thing. so the, the car actual- over the
0: road, is it, presumably? Your pantry?
1: Well, more before then, really. That was, when we are on TV. I keep pointing over there, as if you know where I'm sat. Um, when we are on TV, um, that's when I put most of my weight on. i go to Costco pretty much every day after work, and a lot of Ben & Jerry's in and chocolate and crisps. And- but in terms Sorry. of actual meals we were eating, we helped generally good nutritious food. So I swear with the kids as well, and um the mealtime was probably not too dissimilar to, to what it was when i the academy and what it is today. It's just the night time. Yeah, because on top, yeah.
0: But if you do the maths on yeah. that, let's say one tub of is, let's say 1,000 calories, in theory, let's say 7,000 calories a week, if that alone, in theory, is two pounds of weight gain yeah. per week, all else being equal, which is 104 pounds <laughs> per, per year. Now obviously, that wasn't happening consistently, but you can soon see what a difference taking that off and while yeah. Jerry's is nice, it, it's perhaps it's not... Well, it is, it is, I'm not disputing it is. <laughs> it's, uh, it's perhaps something you can adjust relatively easily, either doing less often or half in the portion and make a substantial difference to your intake, With which is obviously what you did there. Yeah. Uh, how did the rest see of You was... See, now, I know.
1: I've not changed that much. If you, if you put a tub of ice cream in front of me, I'm going to eat a tub of ice cream. So the difference I'll do now is if I buy an ice cream, i buy Halo. Mm-hmm. So that you can get a tub of Halo, so I think it's 300 calories. Yeah, 300, something big
0: but difference, it?
1: Yeah, but I'm still not a person who can pick up a tub of ice cream, have you know a few spoons and everything, or i that back in the freezer. don't so
0: necessarily to be, heard, you?
1: No, no, that's, that's, that's the difference. That is the difference. Is, um, and addressing it beforehand as well. Rather than doing it and then regretting it, it's planning ahead. So I know, you know, I know on Friday night I'm going to have a, a few beers and a bit of shit food. So I'm going to build myself up to that rather than doing it and you know, waking up to that day, regretting
0: it yeah. and then hoping yeah. I can
1: you know, have the discipline to, to floor it back over the week.
0: That's one thing I often yeah. try and help people question because people talk about you know, enjoying their food and people sometimes ask me if I enjoy my food as though I eat like a monk or something like that. And I yeah. reckon I get more enjoyment from my food than most people because I actually enjoy it. I enjoy it. There's no guilt. There's no upset. There's no regret afterwards, whereas a lot of people, I talk to them. And, and whilst they may enjoy the number of seconds that the taste is on their lips, overall, it doesn't seem to be providing enjoyment. It doesn't seem to be providing happiness to them. It seems to be providing yeah. misery on average overall. Um, and you mentioned there like a tactical substitution there, swapping um, Hagen Dars or Ben & Jerry's or what have you for Halo. What do you find the difference in taste between those two is?
1: Monumental. is Halo, nowhere near as nice as Ben and be Fair
0: enough. Is it worth cool. the difference? You see what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, think that's, that's the key often. It's like, I get that other options may not be quite as nice, but it's, if they make a sufficient difference to make it a worthwhile swap, to me that's, that's worthwhile. If you have something that's, 80% is enjoyable, but has 50% of the calories or whatever the maths is, then that's not a no-brainer, but it, it makes sense for something to explore, I think. I've, uh, I've lost your sound, can't hear you. Just while Lee's trying to figure out his sound, anyone that's watching live on the page, Uh, Feel free to post any questions that you want to ask, anything you're interested in hearing Lee's experience of as a member, uh, about his journey with us, about the good things, the bad things, the highlights, the challenges, the frustrations, etc. He's got a confused look on his face. He's clearly checking his settings. Has anything gone flat? You lost power to a microphone or anything like that? Can you hear me? You can hear me. Let me just check my settings, make sure it's not that. Can you hear me now still? Yeah. yeah, all my settings seem fine. I just can't hear you. All right, guys, I'm just going to carry on talking while Lee tries to figure something out. We may have to drop off this and do a fresh call if needs be. Uh, again, if you're watching this video live on the Facebook page, feel free to ask any questions. Get the the, the, the experience of a real life member, someone perhaps you might perceive to be similar to you, see how they may have uh, faced and overcome any challenges and frustrations and difficulties that you feel you have faced or may face in a similar situation. Any progress on sound there, Lee? Oh, you made a noise. It was like a staticky noise then for a second. I can hear something now, ah that's on your phone, so I can hear your phone that's strange. Anyone who's watching live just feel free to let me know how your day's been as well it's, uh, it's Sunday it's really confusing it's hard to remember days now I was only thinking about half an hour or so ago that tomorrow's Monday I need to get ready to stay in my sessions uh, GTP live sessions on the Academy Uh, Lee's just messaged me. He says his volume bar is going up when he speaks, so his microphone is working. That is strange. All right, guys. Oh, he's taking his headphones off, seeing if that does anything. Can you hear me now? I can hear you now perfectly. They're Bluetooth headphones, were they? Yeah,
1: they're like 80%
0: Yeah, Your voice is much clearer now, actually, without them. It was slightly staticky before. It's much clearer. Oh, right, okay. Perfect. Right, we're back on. We're back on. So we got up to there, you'd, uh, you you passed the challenge, um, and you said in retrospect, looking back now, that the challenge was one of the, well, probably the easiest part of your journey. How's it been since? Uh, up, and,
1: up and down. Mm-hmm. Um, which, I know you've done many blogs and videos on this, pretty much following those. Um, so... Down, 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 probably for the first, I'd say, three months, maybe four months, um, and then the plateauing set in. Um, And that's, 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 they're the hardest points. It was, was the, when I started plateauing out, um, and started getting a bit kind of disillusioned with what was happening. Um, But it was just, it's just always been a case of just readdressing where I am at that point and realizing that doing what i'm doing at a certain point isn't going to work forever and obviously in particular with the calories it it makes perfect sense of course because obviously if i'm eating at a certain level to maintain or lose based on my weight there obviously when i lose all that weight all that that, that levels change um i'd say in the last i'd say it's only really in, in the last year i'd say i'm i'm Fully 100% confident that I'm completely in control of where I am and where I need to go and what I need to do. Um, I've stopped looking for excuses. And so I know on the months where I haven't lost weight or haven't hit a certain target, I can look at it and I know why I haven't. I know what I've done or what I haven't done to achieve that. And I think that's given me a lot of clarity. Um, And I think I said to you last year, in fact, it was pretty much this time last year, we're on the train home from um, the FA Cup semi-finals, which is where I would have been today. Um, and I had this sudden sort of moment of clarity where I decided, I've decided I'm not on um, a journey now, I'm not trying to achieve anything. I've just decided this is just my lifestyle now, this is just how I live. So generally speaking, I eat well, and generally speaking, I work out, and I know that if I live my life like that, everything's gonna go, carry on going in the same direction. Okay,
0: So looking back there, I think you've half answered this already anyway, but looking back now, knowing what you know now, what would you say was the cause of the the plateauing and the sort of two steps forward, one back, et cetera, at that point?
1: Yeah, just, I think mainly with me, um, it's probably complacency, Um, because all my um, bad months, if you like, have always come after a good month. Mm Mm-hmm um so our periods of success followed by periods of of failure if you like um so i think looking back it's more a case of i should have addressed where i was at that point each time every time i stepped on the scales every time i was trying to achieve a certain target i should have readdressed more often and realigned and, and reset the targets if you like um just based on where i was at that current point rather than carry on doing the same thing over and over again, hoping for the, for the same results.
0: So would you say then, when, when you say complacency, would that be that your your eating got slightly worse just because you were a bit less attentive to it? Was that sort of, kind of what was happening?
1: Yeah, so so <laughs> I think I have a particularly good month in terms of weight loss. Um, and then the, my self-discipline on on resisting would loosen up a bit. So I think, well, I've just, I've just had a good month, and th- you know that's not going to make much difference, and that's not going to make much difference. And I mean, I'm not, I've not had any monumentally bad months since mm. I started. I've not, you know, I've never been in danger of getting anywhere back towards where I was. You, you only ever talking, you know, three or four pounds here and there. Um, but at the time, i I'd beat myself up about that, and then, and then from there, you can go either way, can't you? You can kind of go into a sunken state and, and make it even worse. But thankfully, I've never really done that. I've kind of beat myself up a bit and then sorted my head out and, and got back on it because I know what I'm supposed to do, I know what I need to do.
0: Okay, another thing that happened quite early in your journey as a member is uh, Born Survivor. How many, how many weeks did you been a member for when you did Born Survivor? Six. Six weeks. Wow, so for those that don't know, Born Survivor is a 10K, as in 10,000 metre, uh, almost like a cross-country race. It's like, like being at school. We do it at Capestone Hall over to West of Man- uh, West of Macclesfield. Uh, it's held every May there, uh, with 31 obstacles along the way. And we've had some substantial teams from the academy over the years taking part. So you did it in 2017. That was our uh, that was our really big team, wasn't it? Was that the 164? You, what yes. kind of T-shirt were you wearing? White or green? Uh, yeah, why? Right. Yeah, why? So, in 2016, we had uh, 106 people on our team. Is that right? Was 104, 106? I think. Uh, in 2017, when you were there, 164 of us did Born Survivor. You did it after only six weeks. What were you thinking?
1: I was bricking it. <laughs> <laughs> you, proper, you proper wrote some input in it. Um, I didn't tell hey, that didn't take. I, I encouraged was doing you.
0: It. I gently encouraged you.
1: <laughs> I don't even remember. I promised. If I told you that I was going to come and haunt you. Okay. Um, well, Emma was the only person who knew I was doing it I didn't, I didn't tell any friends or family because um, I was that convinced I was going to fail and not make it all the way around that I didn't then want to have the embarrassing conversation with people after you know how did he get oh no I didn't finish so I didn't tell anybody until after when I posted on Facebook and then but yeah ultimately it was I uh, oh, just loved it and obviously I've yeah. done it every year so
0: yeah. so how did you find the actual Event physically, mentally, emotionally, how was it?
1: Um, physically, physically, probably not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but that, again, because I pretty much went at my own pace, I was fine, I was thoroughly enjoyed it. I was having a laugh on the way around. Um, it, it was just a brilliant day, and then obviously getting dragged up the um. I don't remember what it's called, the, uh, the blitz, you know, the bit at the end, and then standing on top of there, it was just, the blitz, It's one of the best moments of my life. I'm not gonna you weren't, weren't dragged it, up, you were, you
0: were assisted.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I fell, obviously I fell on, my, fell on my first attempt, cracked a rib, and then the second attempt was kind of half arse, and then the last attempt, I think it was yourself and Ian Edwards actually, uh-huh. uh, assisted me, yeah. Yeah, brilliant. Over.
0: So, I remember Emma was definitely there. Were all of your kids there?
1: Um, Freddie wasn't.
0: Was Freddie there that year?
1: No, I think Freddie was at Stagecoach. I think, yeah, I think Emma and Harry were there.
0: Right, I, I thought it was Harry and I couldn't remember if the fame was there or not. Cool, so you've done Board's Forever every year since. Um, what else would you say are some of the particular highlights of the last three years?
1: Oh, crikey. Um, it's, it's the little things. Um, I did a post on this last year, and it was when I went to um, Alton Towers. I don't even remember that. Um, mm-hmm. I love Alton Towers. One of the one of the worst moments, pre-academy, if you like, was going to Alton Towers with a load of friends and family. Um, and I kind of always knew which rides I could fit on and which ones I couldn't. Um, and I'd never been on air, which now I call Galactica. And I tried to see it outside the ride, before, when I was sitting it fine, um, and I went and got on the ride, um, and it, it felt like I was in fine, but obviously something in their system was telling me that the seat wasn't locking properly, and they politely asked me to, to get off the ride. Mm. It's awful. Um, so when I we went back last year, obviously it wasn't even an issue. I was just getting on every single ride. Some rides I'd just never been able to go on, because it was too big. Um, and no issues whatsoever, and planes as well. Every time I got on a plane, that's always huge for me because it's, um, you know, the the, the, the trays that come down, like yeah. you see. Um, mine ne- would never sit flat because you kind of just go to sort of there and sit to my belly, yeah. So
0: it's a bit awkward. So every time I kind of
1: pull the tray down, I'm like, Oh, yeah, look at that! Check it um, out. Um, You'll be um, annoying the totally person eight, in front by doing it for
0: eight. the duration of the flight. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was all the little things like that, and and buying clothes, and and um, just 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 little tiny things that you don't necessarily notice bother that much at the time, but when you look back, it's uh, yeah, they're, they're the main things for me.
0: Cool, and that's obviously some some highlights there. Uh, what would you say have been the the less good parts of the last three years? Um.
1: Uh... I suppose just those moments, like I mentioned before, where I went through a period, um, probably four or five months of the, of the plateauing, and kind of finding excuses as to, to why that was happening, rather than addressing the real issue, and um, kind of growing a bit disillusioned with it all. But I, I, honestly, ultimately, there's not been anything major, um, majorly negative in the last three years. It's um, it's just it's just been, been you know, um, one good achievement to the next, um, both physically and I'd say above all mentally. I think that's that's been the, the biggest change for me mm-hmm. since joining it is is how I've changed as a person, uh, more on the inside than on the outside. How have you um, changed as
0: a person, would you say?
1: A lot calmer? karma. Than... Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I, really, I used to be angry a lot, uh, miserable, um, used to get down quite often um just not a very nice person to be around a lot of the time especially for for emma um and others that were close to me but i've just chilled out i've just chilled out so much and just appreciating things more and i just i just i I feel happier and i've got a generally a brighter outlook on life and i think ultimately that does come down to to looking after yourself on the outside i think it all feeds into each other i think it's a it works as a circle that way, and it's, yeah, that has been the main thing, again, particularly over the last year, where really kind of addressed where I'm at and where I'm going. Um, yeah, no, I feel better. And it's-
0: Why would you say that what we do at the Academy is, has worked for you? Because it doesn't always work for everyone, we have people come down for, you know, a couple of months and decide it's not quite the right fit for them. You've obviously tried a number of things in the past that didn't work for you, but this one did. Why would you say that is?
1: People yeah. It's, uh, there's no doubt about that. It's, that, it's that community aspect, which I never even expected to get when I joined. Um, but I, I remember quite early on, um, being in the Facebook group, and, and people talking about what a shit week they'd had, and, and things like that, and being brutally honest. <laughs> and I, just, I loved it, I've not, I've not seen anything like it before. Um, you know, people—they weren't making excuses or anything like that. Just, just, just general open chit chat about, you know, I've not worked out hardly any this week or I've eaten far too much, and and then all the support that then you know is thrust upon them from the from the coaches, of course, but also just from the all the other ninjas, and I just I just bought into that straight away. I was just I was all over it. It was, um, I think that for me is what. Above all else, sets the academy aside is that that big community aspect. We're all, we're all, it's, it's kind of like we're all in it together, kind of thing. We're all, even though we've all got different goals and, and different ideas of where we want to get to. Kind of, we're all in it together and working towards. You get, you get
0: what I mean. Towards, yeah, of you know, course, yeah, yeah. So we've had a, a
1: few questions. That, sorry. So of, Say again. I sorry. Think kind of, it I kind of encompass that. Yeah. In terms of we all turned up, 164 of us, we're all different shapes and sizes. Some people are around to go, some people are bricking it. Um, we all got each other around, And and that's what I loved as well in you know, the last couple of years, as well as being the person who has done it before um, and helping other people around and lifting people over things. And So sort of, I feel like I've kind of seen it from both sides.
0: Should have been there some, again. Uh, a week next Saturday should have been yeah. this year's Born Survivor, shouldn't it? <laughs> No cut in
1: yeah
0: i've been uh, been racking my brains trying to think of uh, a an, an equivalent we can do under lockdown circumstances. Uh, I haven't really got anywhere yet I'm, It is percolating at the moment. It might be that a week on Saturday morning we're all doing something from our own houses that kind of is vaguely similar. I'm not quite sure where, where that's going to go yet, yeah? so that brings you up to date. Um, Got a few questions come in then on the page. So Jamie says, proper grumpily when the weight went on a bit, but not anymore. (laughs) Thumbs up. (laughs) Kim says, she remembers when you started, an amazing transformation. Alex, my wife Alex makes a, a great point and a good question. How do you make sure being busy with work and family, she put don't, she means doesn't, prevent you from training? So how do you strike that work, family, life balance because you've got four kids you've got your own business you've got a lot on
1: yeah I, I, I do that by putting myself in a position where i don't have to balance them so if i'm if i'm in the weights room with you at 6 a.m in the morning i know that the family is still in bed at home it's time i get home they're still in bed and then they all get up and we, we go about our day <clears throat> so I've, I've, I've kind of always tried to make a point of it not affecting the work life, all the family life. Um, and in the, past, in the past, when I first joined, I used to do the evening sessions. I could kind of use that as a justification to not go and train. So, you know, if i a bad day at work or say that, you know, if Emma was on a bad day with the kids or anything like that, it's like, oh, I better not go and train. Whereas if I can get myself out of bed at half five in the morning and be there with you guys at six, and I know I've done it, that's it, I've trained for the day. Um, and it's not impacted on, on work or all the family.
0: And hopefully it's, it's positively impacted on it, those it, two it, things.
1: Set you up for the day as well. It's, uh, that's the best thing I like because you, just, you, you start the day in a great mood. That's all about 6am training.
0: Exactly, and that's what we often say, and you've heard it many times before, it's about realising that often by looking after ourselves, it's counterintuitive we're actually then going to help the people who perhaps we didn't do these things for before in the past we're going to help yeah, more we're going to become that better, better version better. of ourselves a better husband better business owner boss father etc rather than kind of going the opposite direction by not doing these things definitely so speaking of children you've obviously got four children now you have three children when you joined lucy is now what seven months is that right
1: no I was just coming up for six months
0: oh carried away there do you think Lucy would have existed without some of the changes in the last three years? Oh, um, Possible to say, but...
1: Actually, in a roundabout way, uh, from a physical side, there's, there's a chance to go, but in a roundabout way, um, the whole thing I was saying before about um, being a sort of a, a brighter person in general was the reason that me and Emma started having our annual getaways together. Um, we never used to do anything like that, but we kind of made a point of going away and just being a couple. Um, so we went to New York, obviously, last January, and.
0: Nine months later. <laughs> <laughs> I did wonder for a second when you started to say we started having our annuals, <laughs> what were you were going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Funnily enough, uh, Lee sent me a message, I think it was when. Um... I presume it when you were expecting, or maybe after Lucy had been born or something like that, because I've got four kids, uh, three of my own and a stepdaughter and what have you. Um, it must have been after she was born, because we got the dog at that point, and you pointed out that now you've got four kids and two dogs, compared no to my bad. four kids and one dog, no that, you, w- that you win.
1: <laughs>
0: so I immediately came back to says this. Lucy exists. I immediately came in, I got, I got clarification first, I wanted to make sure what the weighting of was dog versus child, uh, i.e. if I had a fifth child, does that only equal your four children and two dogs, or does it beat it? And when you clarified that it would beat it, I immediately came over to Alex and said we need another child. <laughs> Apparently beating you in a, a ridiculous made-up uh, competition isn't a good enough justification to bring an extra human into the world. Yeah, What are competitors,
1: I know, but the, but it'll be ringing away there in the back of your mind, so... Sorry,
0: Alex. Yeah, yeah She's a sports ball, um, Alex, another question from Alex. She's on it. She says, what are your top three tips for getting results? Top three
1: tips for getting results, uh, tracking. I want to say tracking, tracking and tracking, um, mm-hmm. yeah, ultimately, uh, tra- tracking what you eat, um, not counting exercise towards your calorie target. I'm talking purely weight loss here, of course. Um, not counting exercise. I did that for a long time. I think it definitely went against me. Um, and I suppose not beating yourself too much over what you're eating and rather look more at how much of it you're eating. Yeah. I think, and it's funny, actually, because you mentioned this. I think it was today in a video you mentioned it. When you talk about um, the cost of healthy eating and the time consumption and what have you. Um, I used to do that a lot. Um, If we didn't have anything particularly good in, it'd be quite easy to then um, order out or order take out and then just overeat. Um, So I used to do that a lot. So I suppose it's a case of looking more at how much you're eating as as opposed to, to, to what you're eating. Okay, cool. So just rewind there. The
0: first thing you mentioned there was tracking, which for anyone watching or listening who doesn't know, tracking is basically recording what you're eating. We normally recommend that people use the app My Fitness Pal. Uh, you can use any app, but it's one that we're very familiar with and therefore can advise on usage of. And we can be added as friends on there so people can share diaries and we can check and a bit of feedback and direction. And from my experience, I have all things I've ever recommended tracking your food is the thing that has the biggest return on investment. The thing that takes the least amount of effort, but gives the most positive results. But it's also the thing that people are most reluctant to do. Did you track kind of first time we mentioned it, or did you take a while to get round to doing it?
1: Um, no, I think, yeah, I think when you first started pushing my fitness pal, I think I jumped straight onto it.
0: Hmm.
1: um, and I was—I remember—I was blown away when you had everything up. It was—it's um, crazy, it was, isn't it? it was so so powerful. Yeah. And, um, but what I tend to do now is—I think, although I think you do it every day now—but I tend to go through periods, and so I was all tracked for maybe two, two or three weeks at a time, um, just to check that I'm still kind of in the right zone, make sure that you know the numbers haven't crept out, what have you. Um, and then I feel, and then I'll give it. I'll have a few weeks off, and then I'll I'll track again. So I'm not I'm not religiously tracking day sure. in day out, but I know it's there, and it and it's, it is it is so powerful. It really yeah, exactly,
0: is. And, and you don't need to track every day. Like uh, I I do because I have found by doing it for the last several months, I've got in in the best shape of my life. So I kind of think actually, whilst it's a little bit of a pain. It's not that much of a pain, and why would I stop doing something that's has got me be the best results ever? But what we always recommend is someone tries it for three to five days just to give themselves some clarity over some of their choices, a bit of extra knowledge and information about the impact of those choices. Uh, they can learn about some tactical adjustments they can make that would help them achieve the results. Uh, and invariably, I always find that when people do it, it's a fraction of a pain in the ass that they've been telling themselves. They're, they're telling themselves it was going to take ages. They'd had a look at the app and not quite got the hang of it in the first 30 seconds of looking and then sort of written off as being too much of a faff but I think I genuinely think for most people if you're reasonably tech savvy you can get a hang of it in, a, in literally a handful of minutes
1: and the biggest uh, when I speak to people about it they, they, people sometimes say um, it's sometimes tough to find the thing that you're eating and what I always say my tip there is to find something that's remotely similar yeah. you'll end up with a big list and then choose the worst one on there Always choose the highest calorific option on there, yeah. Know that you know you at worst you're you're, you're overestimating what you've eaten. eaten. Um, but the times when I find it most powerful is um, generally over kind of like say a Thursday to a Monday. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So if you're taking, if you know, if we assume that most people on a Saturday or what have you, you know, wax up a bit and maybe have a takeaway just really look at the impact that, that has because if you overdo it and then you try and work out what you're then going to have to do to claw that back it really helps you rethink what you have the next time you have a takeaway yeah you
0: question your decisions don't you yeah, yeah you really do so what I find is people don't do it because they think it's going to be as massive inconvenience. And whilst it's a bit of an inconvenience, it's way less of an inconvenience than going for a workout. You know, it's, it's one or two minutes per meal as opposed to an hour or so out of the house where you're going to have to do something physical and work up a sweat. I think people as well often don't like it because they feel it's going to take all the fun out of eating. And if anything, I find it's the opposite. It, when you know that the, the choice you're making can work on an average for the week and, and take you in a positive direction, you can just make that eating just fun, just enjoyable. But like I, I have plenty yes. of meals that some people would consider unhealthy or bad or what have you. Yes. But I know because I can make the average work and it's not going to affect my 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 progress towards my goals, I can just enjoy it. No guilt, no exactly. beating myself up about it. It's just exactly. enjoyable. It makes eating more enjoyable, not less, at least in, in my opinion. Uh for any members who That's are now making
1: So I was going to say that's why I treat the weekend as well as the start of the week rather than the end of the week because I think if you if you if you have those meals like you're talking about there, you you pre you pre planning, so you already know, and then you know you know what I mean. You know, right? I'm going to have this, but because I know that over the rest of the week I'm going to have this, this, and this, and like you say, you can have it completely guilt free because you know over the week you're going to be absolutely fine. Yeah,
0: exactly, exactly. Uh, Alex, my Alex says we are not getting another dog. (laughs) And um, your Emma says, nothing sacred with you lot. And a couple of crying face emojis. (laughs) So, uh, right. Kim pointed out the numbers there for Born Survivor. Um, We've gone through the top three tips. Janet says, try Oppo ice cream, less than 200 calories a tub, and it's delicious, apparently. Mm -hmm. And last question we've had there on the page, how has lockdown affected your training and eating? Um, eating, uh,
1: not too bad. It's, um, we've been all right getting the food in. In fact, we've done really well on the food front, um, ordering fruit and veg and meat from, from local companies. And we've all been eating together as a family more than we ever would as well, which would been nice. Um, Training, I've not trained as much as I should have. We've already had this conversation. Um, but I've addressed it, I've worked out why I've not been training as much as I should be. But I'm in place to, to get that sorted from tomorrow morning, actually.
0: Yeah. Jay, Jamie has put down, apparently, encouraged equals mithered. He reckons I mithered you both about doing Born Survivor. Definitely. I always point out that with stuff like that, if someone gives me a definite no, I'll stop immediately. I'm not gonna keep going on about it when I said no. So if yeah, they're crazy. I,
1: I, I, I think i was giving you all, I won't be able to do it, or I don't think I can do it. I don't think I should do it. And you were just kind of like a gentle nudge. Gentle,
0: gentle, gentle encouragement.
1: No, obviously, yeah. It was, uh, it was encouraging. And I'm glad you did, of course.
0: I find it um, an interesting thing at the moment actually as well, I'm getting feedback from some of the, the coaches at the academy that some of the members are feeling a little bit mithered at the moment. Uh, because obviously, I normally put a lot of stuff out there anyway. They normally get a blog and a video every day, and at the moment, there's stuff going out on the page and what have you. And some people are feeling a little bit mithered by the volume of stuff that's coming out. Uh, I do get that. I get how they can feel like that. But ultimately, two things. Firstly, you can just ignore it. And secondly, that's that's what I'm here for. You know, people em- employ me, not to mither them, but to to be relentless to continue to do stuff know, if someone wants somewhere they'll take their money and, and allow them to disappear and not do anything and only have a contact to them when they're direct debit bouncers there are plenty of places out there that will do that that's not what we do we're there to, to be consistent in our support to help people when they stumble and fall sometimes that can be annoying i get that I completely understand that but that's what we're here for and Again, you know, worst case scenario, people can just choose to ignore some of the stuff along the way if they want to. Um, I think that's all the questions that will come through on the page. Let me just double check. Yeah, I don't want another dog. Alex said about it, getting another dog. I never mentioned getting another dog. With a child, would be fine. Um, yeah, don't uh, dog. <laughs> Jamie says, red willow is a great source of nutrition, isn't it, Lee? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they do, uh, they're doing home delivery, aren't they? Of um, whatever you call it, not tubs. What's the word? Caskets?
1: Bags. 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 Bag of beer
0: in yeah. A box. Yeah. yeah. But great thing with that is you can still get results while drinking beer, can't you? Just track it. Yeah, exactly. To me, I, I feel like I'm going on and on about it all the time, but I'm gonna keep going on about it until not everyone does it, but at least. Everyone's given it a go and, and, and learned and, and got the benefits from it because, as you say there, it means you can enjoy it. You can have your beer, you can have your takeout, you can have your ice cream, and you can make the average of the week work. And to rewind, actually, something you said earlier, when people say about not being able to find things on there, I get that that's sometimes the case. That's why I put together that system, owning online live yeah. today with our yeah. new menu planner, which has my MyFitnessPal barcodes on. So I showed how I scanned it in from launching the app been back out of the app having scanned an input today, it was 14 seconds. So if someone can't afford to do that, well, I well, I don't know what I can do then. But um, ultimately, if you can't find it, if you can't find the next best thing, to me, that kind of suggests you haven't got the slightest clue about what you're eating. It's like if you've brought something and saying, Look, I know I'm getting overdrawn, I know I'm going into you know further into debt, I haven't got the slightest clue how much I'm spending on stuff. Yeah. You, you probably need to. Figure it out somewhere, even if it's only a, a, a next best guess, you know, an approximation. Because if you really haven't got a clue, that's probably the reason, I'd say. Cool. So we've been going for nearly an hour now. Any sort of closing thoughts? Anything you think that the average member or someone who's thinking of joining, mm-hmm. or just someone who's interested in your experiences, might be interested in hearing from you?
1: Yeah. Uh, well, twenty one thinking, um, come and check it out um i think i think you pretty much know i think mean, it's the sort of place where you know within a week or two mm-hmm. if, it, if, it's, if it's the right sort of place for you um yeah sorry what was the other question
0: um it was kind of that just any sort of closing thoughts for anyone that might be interested in to just to, to sum up your experience your um just, final find your
1: thoughts. Really. Oh, yes, uh, yeah, uh, yes, and through existing moments as well. I think, I think the main thing for for any um, academy Ninja is to to make the best out of everything that's available to you um, in terms of the blogs and the videos and, and the support within the group. Um, and it's great because it is there. It is only there as and when you need it. Because you can kind of turn it on and off. If you if you're going through a particularly great time and you don't need support, you don't need any tips. You don't need to watch the videos or the blogs or anything like that, but I, I mean, I, I just personally find it really useful. Sometimes I've been struggling mentally or even physically to to go back and watch videos and 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 start engaging in the group again and that kind of thing, and it, and it does lift you up. and Like when you sent me that message, I think was it yesterday?
0: Possibly day for maybe? Yeah,
1: you just simply said if you're in the online sessions.
0: And it's because an I, I knew you had one. Here we go. We have to
1: confront this now. And then straight away, I've got to have got a plan back in place. And I think that's that's what if anybody is struggling, that's what they should do. Just use the service that is there.
0: Yeah. I generally find that when people do get, if they're starting to feel a bit annoyed by it or mithered or what have you, that's kind of a a, a nudge to to look in the mirror. I think when things are going well, you, you can just quite happily switch off to things and go, I don't need it, I'm fine, all's good. When it starts to annoy you, there's probably a reason it's starting to annoy you.
1: Yeah, because you're making yourself ask questions of yourself, maybe. Yeah. I,
0: know,
1: yeah. I know that I'm like, anyway.
0: Yeah. yeah. Awesome, cool. So we're pretty much bang on an hour there. So guys listening now, I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, I will tomorrow morning when the dog wakes me up ridiculously early, I'll be turning this into an audio version uh, which will go out there in normal podcast format. I'll send details out tomorrow on how people can listen to that with their podcast app or whatever they normally use. Uh, but thank you for your timely. I really enjoyed that. The guys commenting there saying uh, Jamie, Alex, and uh, others say they really enjoyed it and found it beneficial. So thank you for your timely. Enjoy the rest of your evening.
1: You too. Cheers
0: right